This is the Gospel for Life, where we have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. Around the table today is Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Jonathan Van Hoogen from Dayspring United Reformed Church, Vinnie Hanke from Valley Life Community Church, and Ryan Hemphill from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to ReformationBoise.com. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever and however you are listening, and welcome back to The Gospel for Life. Uh, Pastor Russ continues to uh, be on vacation with his family. Uh, celebrating some time off. I'm sure just taking a, a big deep breath from he, us he, as well. Yeah, he needs a break from he us. He does a lot of the heavy I lifting. Think he did, yeah, he yeah. does. And so we, uh, while we miss him, I'm sure you miss him, uh, listener. You, you are stuck with us. Myself, uh, Jonathan, and Ryan are in studio today. Uh, how you doing, guys? Well, I'll just say happy 2024. Hey, happy 2024. It is New Year's, and I hope that you guys will have a blessed coming 2024 but happy new year thank you my friend this is what happens you don't look directly at the show notes you just jump in you forget what day the show the show's gonna air yeah. happy new year happy, happy new, new year. year it was it's it's great and i'm anticipating this uh, celebration of a new year yeah are, are you guys are you guys uh, resolution makers goal uh, setters anything i just end up disappointing myself so i just give <laughs> that, up that's, that's right it's like yeah it's like you know, it's not even New Year's and I'm a day behind my <laughs> my resolution. That's right. Oh my, yeah. I've got yeah. some goals, but you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we, we, we're encouraging. I don't our, believe in inducing guilt. I have enough that's of right. that. That's right. That's right. Jesus died for all that. Um, right. We actually, as a family, we're going to try to have all, all of our kids set a goal for this year for the first time. Yeah. Kind of just, not necessarily resolution, but just something they feel like they either want to work on or, or a Bible verse that they want to theme for the year, just something to in, in kind of intentionally um, think about how they're organizing their life under under Christ this year. So that's our that's the big challenge for the new year. In the we'll Anchor ask House. you next year how that went. Please do. Uh, hopefully, yeah, no guilt here. Uh, so as we begin this new year, we're, we're still spending some time looking at the uh, early gospel encounters uh, with the Christ child um, as the ministry of the the kingdom of God begins. Uh, today we're going to be in Matthew 2, uh, looking at the arrival of the, the wise men. Um, we and this is an important. This is important to actually emphasize. You know, we're in what we would call Christmas tide. Yes. The, you know, the the church actually uh, celebrates Advent, the coming of Christ. But uh, but the Gospels also record events after his arrival. Yes. And uh, it's this. And I think this is one of the reasons why traditionally. Our family has left up a left the Christmas tree up, to, you know, for at least a week or so after yeah, right. after Christmas. It's not, you know, you drive the neighborhood to, today, you're going to see Christmas. We're in studio the day after Christmas, and so you drive the neighborhood today, you're already seeing trees on the curb. But uh, That's the, so sad. The, we're we're a we're a Christmas tide family, you know, where we're we're into the season leading up to. Epiphany, which yes. is the coming of the wise men, the appearance of the wise men. Yep. Brian, you want to read Matthew 2, 1 through 12 for us? 1 through 12? Yeah. Sure. Yep. This is the uh, New King James Version, Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. 
Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. So we get got a lot going on uh, here in this passage, but I want to clear up uh, just some Christmas controversy right away. Yes. Right away. Yep. So first thing, uh, all those Christmas cards that have the wise men in and around Jesus at the manger. Yep. Just wrong. Nope. Just, just toss them not out there. Nope, nope. They were not present. Your nativity scenes need to have them on the other end of the table. That's right. Yep. Far, far, far side in the east. They're still traveling. They're they're still traveling. Yep. Yep. On the east side. Uh, Additionally, uh, we're actually not particularly told how many wise men there are. Right. We, if you, so if you get stuck on that number three, traditionally that's been the assumption because of the number of gifts, but actually scripture doesn't tell us. And uh, as men and pastors dedicated to the word, we want your Christmas theology to be shaped by it and yeah. not by anything else. So, so so buy multiple nativity sets and put a bunch of wise men together. Like come I, I like through. that. There you go. I like that <laughs> very much. Yeah. And right now, you know, on the first of the year, they're probably 50% off. So probably good. You, you can be for next thrifty year. and theologically accurate. There you go. Which is what you, yeah, makes me happy. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, it's interesting. This, this passage, though, is actually an important passage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, the way Matthew sets it up, he, you know, in that first verse, he has that word "behold," yeah. and and this is a this is a word that's used to arrest you, to get you to stop. In fact, if you studied studied Greek, it was probably one of the first words you learned in Greek because it's used so many times in Matthew's gospel. He he'll use it sixty seven times. So, he, you know, because of its the amount of times, but Matthew's using that word to say, "Listen." Pay some close attention here. He's using it as a literary device here um, to make some emphasis. He's he's trying to get our attention here. These wise men, magi, they've traveled from the East, uh, ancient philosophers, astronomers, you might say. Yeah. So... Matthew uses that word "behold." What, what what does he want us to pay attention to here? What's he what's he calling our attention to here in the passage? I think one of the things too that we that we can take away from this is that you know we we looked we talked about this in a previous episode of you know the light shining in the Gentiles, and I mean these are not these are not Israelites. These are from these are wise men from a foreign land, and yet they they see this 
whatever it may be, a celestial event of some kind that they knew to interpret as something significant happening, pointing them to Jerusalem, but they're Gentiles and they are coming to see this king of the Jews that has been uh, his star has appeared to them. I think that I think that what we're reading here, though, is that we're seeing that although there's some natural revelation that's come to them, there's also some they've already had some written or mm-hmm. uh, oral revelation that has been given because they because they're tying together the celestial event mm-hmm. with the <clears throat> the birth of a savior, mm-hmm. a, a king, and uh, you know a lot of people will take this back and say these. These men probably came from Babylonia, Babylon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they there was one of the things that we know about Babylon. There was a, you know, they had. Uh, there's a lot of great record of astronomical almanacs from the third century BC, from 300 years before Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, for over eight centuries, Babylon was known as uh, uh, as a center of astronomy. But also, that's the place where Daniel and the people of God went into captivity. And, uh, you know, we read in the book of Daniel that there were, there, that there were magi. There, there were these astronomers. There are these wise men uh, that Nebuchadnezzar would call to interpret the dreams that troubled him. Mm-hmm. And so I, I actually think that there was probably some retained understanding from the Jewish population that lived in Babylon, because they, at that period of time, there was still a great Jewish pop, uh, dispersed population in Babylon, and that tied together with what the especially Magi tying together uh, the prophecy in Numbers twenty-four, which mm-hmm. says, "Behold, I behold him, but not near a star mm-hmm. shall come out of Jacob, a uh, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel." Right. Yeah. Right, that was a, that was the Old Testament prophecy of, of Balaam, Balaam, yep. Balaam that delivered, and so that would have been well remembered among the people. The people would be expecting this one. You know, that was you know even even those that were carried into captivity lived with a great expectation of a coming Messiah, mm-hmm. and so if they were saying anything, they were saying that that there was going to come one. Uh, you know, they they look. We know the Old Testament was looking forward to the anointed one, to the, the Christ, uh, all the way through. So they would have been taking the, the, you know, they would have been repeating, I behold him, but not near, a star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise up. A scepter, one who will rule, will rise out of Israel. So these, these Gentile wise men from a foreign kingdom, they go naturally where you would go to look for the king, mm-hmm. the palace. Right. And, and for me, this is one of the great comic an ironic passage is, is is Matthew two five when they show up in the king, uh, they show up in Herod's palace and they say, "Hey, where's the king who was born?" Right, <laughs> and there's got to be this tension where, what are you talking about? Especially about those who who know Herod. That's right, and like and his propensity to destroy those who would take his power. Yeah, and I don't want to spoil tomorrow's episode. We'll we'll get into some of that <laughs> that, that tension. It's a teaser. Yeah. We got just a couple minutes left, but let's talk about the gifts. So the wise men bring these gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Is there any significance to those, or any any reason we should look deeper at those objects or items? Well, I, I think that ultimately here, you know, that when they're bringing those gifts, they're they're at, they we're told that they prostrate themselves before this infant king. Mm-hmm. You know, they're worshiping, and so there is a there's a true sense of worship here. And the, and the and the gifts are of value, a recognized. They didn't give them to Herod in Jerusalem. 
No. They, you know, which would have been appropriate to when you go into a royal palace, but they come to this humble home to give them. So they've been directed there, you know, and I think that what we're seeing is a great faith on the part of the wise men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's the, um, I don't really have anything to add to what Jonathan said. I mean, just there, these, these gifts are genuine, heartfelt gifts, but I think more importantly is the fact that they worship they bow down and they, they worship this child. Yeah, Giving is an act of worship. Mm-hmm. And, and giving intensifies our desire and devotion to Christ himself. So in giving, you're, they're, they're like intensifiers. You know? I, you know, you're saying, I love you. I'm, I'm demonstrating I love you, uh, you know, with this gift uh, as well. But I think that the, you know, the, there is a, you know, there's hymns that have connected to the gifts themselves uh, you know how's that one go i think the getty sing it gold a king is born today you know recognizing gold su- uh, significance to royalty incense you know or the uh, uh, the frankincense incense is an offering a sweet smell offered up to god and and myrrh his death will provide a way. You know, gold a king is born today, incense God is with us, myrrh his death will make a way, and by his blood he'll win us, is what the Gettys would sing. And, uh, you know, myrrh was something that present at the death of, of, of Christ. Yeah. yeah. Even from the very beginning, the mission and purpose of Christ foreshadowed even in the gifts of the wise men. Nothing mm-hmm. is unconnected. Well, hey, if you've got uh, thoughts, questions, topics you'd like us to discuss in this new year, feel free to email us at thegospelforlifeidaho at gmail.com. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.